Hi, this is Sean Perrin, and you're listening to episode 25 of the Clarinet Podcast. Today's episode will focus on a review of the past six months, look forward to the next six months, and discuss the summer tour and a few other sort of interesting things that uh, I learned along the way podcasting this far. This episode, of course, is brought to you by Dedaria Woodwinds. Sanding, shaping, balancing. For centuries, mastering your instrument meant mastering these crafts too. But now, Daddario is redefining craftsmanship for the 21st century by refining their reeds and mouthpieces with technology built from the ground up. By using the world's most innovative techniques to deliver consistently what was once made variable by hand, Daddario ensures excellence right out of the box is standard, not a surprise. So you can spend less time sanding, shaping, and balancing, and more time perfecting your own craft. To learn more about the new era of craftsmanship from Daddario Woodwinds, visit daddario.com woodwinds. Welcome to this special episode of the Clarinet Podcast. This is the first episode since the very, very first episode zero that we're actually going to sit down and sort of have a chat about where this has gone, where it's going, and some of the things that have happened. Um, in, in episode zero, the very first episode, I actually laid down some of my ideas and thoughts for what might happen with this show. And I'll have to be honest, I back then... Although I did have a few interviews in the can, I really had no idea if this is something that the community would appreciate or take hold of, or I felt like maybe I was the only person looking for a clarinet podcast, um, but it's turned out that that's absolutely not the case. There's been an incredible response, um, 24 episodes of just amazing content with no no end in sight, and uh, it's just been really incredible. Guests like Martin Frost, Harry Sparni, Laurie Friedman, Evan Zaporin. I mean, if you've been listening, to, if you're listening to this episode, I'm, I'm sure you've been sort of listening along and uh, you've had a chance to hear what those great people have to say. One thing I just want to quickly add is that I, when I first started this show, had the idea or the hope, I guess, to, to one day interview Martin Frost. That was kind of my main goal. And uh, amazingly, I did that in episode nine and I've had the chance to talk with just some other phenomenal guests that really have been it's been a life-changing experience getting to talk to these people, and, and I hope that you've also enjoyed it as well from the other side of the, the studio, so to speak. Another really fantastic element that has, has uh, really been a success is the giveaways. We've had giveaways delivered all over the world, and every single episode of the show has had an item for giveaway. And this has been CDs signed by artists. This has been barrels, bells ligatures, all sorts of amazing stuff. And it's it's so great to be able to try these things and then share them with listeners. I think it's created a really interesting way to, to experience products and, and kind of get people excited about it. Um, of course, if you're, if you're just listening for the first time, do make sure to go and subscribe to the email list at www.clarineat.com and click on the link that says giveaways. And that will be sure... That will make sure that you're eligible to 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 win these items. As you may remember, um, when when this show first started, one of the ideas I had was to pool all the to pool all the uh, social media likes uh, from Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of thing. But unfortunately, that doesn't really work. Uh, and I'll just explain why real quick. Facebook does not allow you to export your contacts. Instagram doesn't allow you to do that very easily. It became, you know, it's almost like a growing pain problem, but as the list got into the thousands, it became a real hassle to try and do that. In fact, it became impossible. There was a limit to the number of people I could I could export from some platforms. So 
In light of that, and just to make things a little bit easier all around, as far as contacting guests, email turned out to be the most direct way to do that. So what that means is that a guest can also add themselves to the email list simply by subscribing. Of course, you can also remove yourself very easily if, if you should want to, but I haven't had, to my knowledge, anybody do that yet. So that's really great. Um, even episodes that have not had a reasonable thing to give away, uh, such as the episode with Raisa Falman, we talked about her clarinets, and at the end of the episode, I was thinking, well, what do we give away here? Um, she doesn't want to give away her clarinets, <laughs> which is was too bad, but uh, obviously they were hers. <laughs> so what I ended up thinking about was, well, how cool would it be if I could partner with a company and we could provide a giveaway no matter what the circumstance was. And D'Addario Woodwinds has jumped on board and they have been graciously providing one giveaway a month to make up kind of for the episode that is not uh, having a, a physical giveaway. And I have to say, people have been super excited about this. They've got a chance to try the new reserve reads that they have, any strength that they want, uh, some mouthpiece patches, some of the reed cases, and um, I even have some of their ligatures now to give away in the coming months. And another thing that I have is the new type of reed case with the little humidifying pouches in there. So look for those in the coming months from D'Addario. And I'm just so happy that they've jumped on board to support the podcast. It really would not have been possible without them up to this point. So I just want to give a huge shout out to D'Addario Woodwinds. Just thank you so much for for supporting the show and, and seeing the vision um, even before it's really even been within a year. Like this was just several months in, we we sort of had that partnership go down. So really, really great. By the way, um, I'm gonna touch on this a little bit later, but if you are at Clarinet Fest this year, make sure to pop by the D'Addario booth. I'm hoping to have some pamphlets out there and I'm gonna try and stop around uh, a little bit and say hi to people and and, and meet as many many people as I can really. So one other thing I wanted to talk about was the stats. I think that the stats from the blog and the podcast thus far have actually been really interesting. Um, and I guess before I talk about the stats, I should mention that I did have to add a blog element. I guess I didn't have to, but I felt compelled to because so many things I was thinking about didn't really justify having an entire full-length podcast to go over. So, for example, uh, I, I had a little bit of fun with the Adobe stock photos there. I'm sure some of you saw that. And uh, one thing I've been trying to do actually is use those funny pictures in a creative, productive, practical way and uh, see if it's possible to make make posts that sort of allow that content to be engaging in, in, an, in a real way. Um, another sort of fun post was uh, Radiohead, a clarinet tribute to Radiohead, where I posted a bunch of clarinet covers on a page. Um, I gave a little tip about how to refinish the clarinet's gold logos. And wow, that, that post really took off and actually had over a thousand hits in a single day, which I was really surprised to see. Um, so anyways, there's been quite a few posts there. I've been trying to be pretty prolific over the summer here while I got some some time off to do that. Um, but the one post I kind of want to focus on and even just give a little bit of a rundown was the stats of the website and, and kind of what's coming up, like I've been saying. So I was really surprised, first of all, that the show has broken 10,000 downloads as of about mid-June, maybe late June. 
Um, so, you know, kind of late news now, maybe late now that it's late July, but that that's a pretty huge number. I mean, that there's only 24 episodes and, and some quick math, I believe, would, would oh, I can't do that in my head, really. But I think that's around two or three hundred plays an episode on average, which is great. That's some really great response so far. The top five episodes have been Martin Frost, number one, uh, Ryan Pereira of 3D Clarinet Innovations, number two. And, you know, that one actually surprises me a little bit because, I mean, it's great for Ryan. I think he's got a great product. We did have a great conversation, but uh, his company was rather new. So there must be a lot of interest in 3D technologies or, you know, I was also thinking that maybe the shorter length of that episode was was rather enticing. So if you have any feedback about that, I'd love to hear sort of why why that episode has just really skyrocketed with the views. But anyways, Martin Frost has a commanding lead. Ryan Pereira is in second. Uh, the third episode, which was most listened to, was actually Legere Reads with Tim Elvey. We had a great chat about uh, their synthetic read products that you really should check out. Episode, uh, the fourth uh, most popular episode was Catherine Ladano. We talked about improvisation and uh, contemporary performance. And the fifth most popular episode has been Tom Powalski. Now, with Tom, we did have a great chat, of course, but I also just really wanted to give a shout out and a thank you for the music at the beginning and end of the podcast. He graciously provided that uh, wonderful melody at the beginning. And if you'd like to check out some of his recordings, you can do so at uh, soundcloud.com slash klezmertom. I'll put a link to that in the show notes just so you can can have a look. So the top five ways that people actually listen to the show, this did surprise me also. Um, number one was on the computer uh, with something called RSS feed, which that, that sort of includes anything like clicks on the website and and uh, I think it's plays that are sort of embedded in other people's websites through Facebook shares and stuff. But that one had a commanding lead. Um, second place was YouTube, which also was surprising because it's, you know, not technically a podcasting platform. And that was actually a last minute idea. I had to throw them up on there as well. Um, and actually, it's one I don't understand because I don't know what people are watching. It, it's just an audio podcast, but maybe they just leave it on in the background. I, I really don't know. The third most popular way was the iPhone um, using the podcast app. And the next three are kind of related to that. Um, The fourth most popular way was also on the computer with iTunes um, using their podcast section. And the fifth most popular way was actually on the iPad using the podcasting app again. So I guess what I can sort of extrapolate from these stats or sort of assume is that there's a lot more Android users out there than I thought. And maybe the RSS feed is sort of populating that way. But uh, yeah, the iPhone and iTunes and iPad, I, I really expect it to be number one, but it, it didn't turn out that way. The Clarinet Podcast has been listened to in over 50 countries, which I just, wow, that's amazing. I can't believe that it's it's gone around the world like that. And uh, the thing about that stat, I actually have no idea how many countries it's actually been listened to because my hosting service only gives the top 50. So, I mean, we could be well into over 100. I, I don't know. Um, but the top five countries are the United States of America, Canada, Australia, the United Kingdom, and the Netherlands. So it's, it's quite an international audience. And, and that is reflected, by the way, in the, the people I'm contacted by, um, the sales from the website, the, the giveaway winners. People are all over the place. And I just, I'm, I'm so happy to see that it's, it's out there in such a capacity. The top five cities where Clarinet is listened to, um, I was surprised by this, actually, because my hometown of Calgary 
has uh, a small lead over a place that I've never actually heard of called Hobart, Australia. So I had to look that up on a map and I was surprised to see that it's a little a little uh, city of less than 200,000 people. And I just want to thank you guys heaps for listening. I, <laughs> I don't know uh, who exactly is over there, sort of spreading the clarinet love, but uh, someone is sure passionate about it. Um, but yeah, in Calgary, I guess I sort of expected that because I've been pretty present with the band teachers locally and and uh, the students, of course, my students have, have been tuning in and uh, listening to the show when they can. And um, But yeah, Australia was definitely a surprise. The third place city was New York. Fourth place was Toronto. And the fifth place was Chicago. So the top five cities, two are in the States, two are in Canada, and one is in Australia of all places. So yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody, all over the place. One last thing about the stats is that the website itself has been viewed, has page views over 30,000 times, which is, again, really astonishing. I, it's been an amazing response, and I'm so happy to see that people are enjoying the content. Um, but one thing that surprised me is, and again, there's no way to track everybody, and maybe some of this is wrong, um, and there's only a couple means through Google's tracking and YouTube which provide accurate stats, but it appears that 85% Yes, 85% of listeners and viewers are men and only 15% are women. And I'm really surprised by this because if I think about it, even we've had some female guests on the show. I mean, Sue Ryle, Lloyd Friedman, just to name two, Catherine Ladano. And uh, I don't actually consider clarinet to be a a polarizing instrument in that way. If it's not 50-50, and if anything, I actually would have assumed it's more women playing. So... Yeah, I found that a little bit confusing. Um, so I don't know. We have to figure out a way to get more ladies listening to the podcast, I suppose, and <laughs> checking out the website. But yeah, again, if you have any feedback about any of this, I just love to hear it. And um, but yeah, that's sort of the end of the stats section of of this episode. So now I'd sort of like to address what's coming up next. And really, there's a lot. Um, I've decided slowly to transition into a slightly different focus for the show. Um, one thing that's come up a few times with guests is the fact that I've been like overwhelmed with things to talk about. You know, I'm so fascinated by their history. I, I want to learn about their CD. I want to learn about their their teaching techniques. I want to learn about everything. But what I think I've decided to do is that many guests have said they'd be willing to come back for a second or even third interview. And I think what would be better is if I focus down with guests and say, you know, for example, one coming up here with Francois Uhl, we talked the entire time in a little bit of a shorter episode format about extended techniques. And I think that that's going to be a real focused way to have some conversation and and really let the listener leave with something and go, okay, yeah, that's I really learned that today. Or I think what that'll help with too is if you're going looking for some sort of uh, advice or, or thought or or discussion, you can find it right away um, without having to listen to you know seven different episodes to find out what certain people thought about about some topic. Um, the other thing I'd like to do once there's a larger body of content, it'd be kind of interesting to actually pool some of the resources together and say, okay, well we've talked to fifty people here. Um, what were the general thoughts on? education or extended techniques or 
whatever and just sort of pool that into one episode for i don't want to say easy listening it's it's still rather uh you know educational and intellectual maybe to go through but but i I do think it would provide an interesting sort of platform but uh anyways some other upcoming guests that i've planned and are are confirmed again i I don't want to bring up any guests that aren't fully confirmed um but we're going to talk with didario woodwinds and i'd actually along the lines of what i was just talking about i'm going to be talking with uh one of their reps about their artist representative program and the company on a whole and then i'm going to try and focus down and talk about sort of more mouthpiece design and product design with someone else from the company in a separate episode i'm super excited i'll explain more about this in a minute to be going out to vancouver uh, to to meet with Bakun Musical Services on location. I'm going to get a factory tour and conduct an interview out there and uh, really looking forward to that. That's been a very requested company, actually. Um, I just spoke with Francois Uhl today, and he's also in Vancouver. Maybe I'll have a chance to meet up with him while I'm there. That would be great. And Lori Friedman is coming back for the round two conversation um, where she's going to be answering listener questions. So if you had a listener question the first time that did not get answered, or if you have one you'd like to submit, please, please go ahead and do that. Um, I'm going all the way to Montreal. And uh, one of the things I'm doing while I'm there is speaking with her. So it'd be a real shame to miss the chance to to ask a, a question while I'm there. Ask your question while I'm there. So with the summer tour, um, I'm heading out to Montreal, as I was just talking about, to uh, see Lori. And I'm also really excited to be going to the Radiohead concert and doing a few other things. If you're in Montreal, or if you know of someone else in Montreal that I really should be getting in touch with while I'm there, please fire me an email at feedback at clarineat.com or send me a voicemail um, on the website. Just go to clarineat.com and click send voicemail. You can uh, get in touch with me that way. Um, I'll also be seeing Radiohead while I'm there. And um, as some of you may know, they just released a new album and they're on tour and I'm a big fan, so it just seemed perfect. After that, I'm heading directly to Kansas for the 2016 Clarinet Fest, which I'm just super excited about. I'm hoping to meet up with as many people as possible just to say hi and chat about the podcast. As I mentioned before, spread some pamphlets. And uh, I'm hoping actually to conduct a few interviews on site um, with people who, of course, I'm not there yet, so I'm not, not going to announce exactly who in case something doesn't happen. But I do have word that there'll be some pretty interesting people there. And I've already tried to sort of reach out and and uh, and connect in a way with some of those. So look for a good chunk of interviews to be coming from that week out in Clarinet Fest. It's going to be a really great time. And for those of you who are there, please come up and say hello. I'd, I'd like to meet as many people as possible. Um, and then, of course, in August, later August, I'm going to be out at Bakun Musical Services and uh, as I just mentioned, so that's going to be a really great trip as well. Three cities, four, I guess, if we include the fact that I also went to Penticton earlier in the year. Um, yeah, I think it's really great to sort of take this on the road a little bit and, and maximize the time, for example, by by going to the Clarinet Fest. So, yeah, so that's a six-month review. I hope that that was in some way interesting or uh, provided some sort of value as far as getting to know what's happening here a little bit. Um, before we wrap up, I want to just touch on one thing, and to be honest, I, I was kind of thinking about how to bring this up, but um, one important thing that's coming 
to mind or that's been sort of on mind is that this show has been taking, uh, you know, it's a, it's a labor of love. I'm really enjoying doing it, but it is taking between 20 and 40 hours a week uh, to produce. And that has, you know, come at a cost of sometimes actually giving up other opportunities in order to make sure that this has been effectively done. Um, one of the elements that I, I would really like to see going forward is just to try and grow the audience by if everyone listening could share it with friends and leave a review on iTunes. That would just be perfect. If you do feel that you want to support it directly, um, you can go on the website. There's a store on there where I've got some great products for sale. That'll provide sort of a direct um, uh, support of the show and what what it's what's doing as far as adding value. If you feel it's adding value to your clarinet life. Um, and the other thing you can do, actually, and this is new, there's some pages that have affiliate links to various companies. And basically what an affiliate program does is you purchase whatever you're going to purchase anyways. And some of these links, actually, you can purchase whatever you want. And it doesn't cost you a penny more, but a small percentage of that goes towards the show. So um, that's uh, something I'm exploring. It's it's uh, an interesting option. And I don't know. I, I just this podcast has been such a such a great thing for me um and i'm not looking for really a handout or anything like that but it would just be it'd be wonderful if i could really cover the costs and uh and and feel as if it's uh valued in the community that way so i guess that's my my main sort of call to action from this episode is if you if you're enjoying the show please share it with your friends please leave a review on itunes that'll help it go a long way to gaining a bigger audience and if you'd like to uh, please go ahead and support the show through purchases on the store and the affiliate links. Thanks so much for listening to the Clarinet Podcast, and I'll see you next week with a fantastic two-part interview with Francois Uhl. Sanding, shaping, balancing. For centuries, mastering your instrument meant mastering these crafts too. But now, D'Addario is redefining craftsmanship for the 21st century by refining their reeds and mouthpieces with technology built from the ground up. By using the world's most innovative techniques to deliver consistently what was once made variable by hand, D'Addario ensures excellence right out of the box as standard, not a surprise. So you can spend less time sanding, shaping, and balancing, and more time perfecting your own craft. To learn more about the new era of craftsmanship from D'Addario Woodwinds, visit daddario.com woodwinds.